Welcome to Brain Health Matters. I'm your host, Kate Kunkel, the founder of this series of courses, programs, books, and this podcast, all created to help you become healthier so your brain can become happier and stronger. Brain Health Matters is brought to you by The Musical Brain, an inspiring path to a better brain and a healthier life. You'll want to explore all the amazing brain health benefits in this fun and energetic book. Order now to be the first to receive it on the release date of April 4th. Hello there, and welcome to Brain Health Matters. I'm your host, Kate Kunkel, and this week, my guest is Emma Nottage. Emma will be helping us understand the many ways that music can help us become healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. She is a music tutor for all ages, a best-selling author, and an accredited neuro-linguistic programming, timelines, and life coach. Emma's passionate about how music relates to learning, life, and health, and she's currently writing a book all about music and well-being. I'm so excited to chat with you about this. Welcome, Emma. Thank you for the introduction, Kate, and and for the opportunity to share with your audience. Well, you know, we are both, we are very much of the same mind because we are passionate about the value of music and teaching. Tell us, let's go right to your teaching just for a moment. Um, What do you teach? What instruments do you teach? Um, I teach a whole range of instruments. Um, I teach the piano and the uh, violin, the guitar. Um, I'm also a brass player myself. I play the French horn, so I can also teach trumpet, uh, a little bit of trombone, and and even um, clarinet, saxophone, pretty much anything. I don't teach the drums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole different uh, thing, you know, there yeah. really is. And and the other one is voice because voice. our voice is an instrument. Um, and so, yes, I'm a vocal teacher as well. Oh wow! So you have quite a rounded. Me, I'm pretty limited. Piano and harp. That's it. I want to ask you about the importance of music education because I think this is you know in most countries they're always cutting back on the education in the arts and they focus more on sports yes which is fine but what do you say to parents or to school boards who are struggling with the money that is involved for musical education well i am of the opinion that the art subjects are as important as the more academic or traditional academic subjects of maths and literacy um, and the sciences because the arts make us that full round person and they give so much to our life. So I'm here in the UK and quite recently someone high up in our government or education system said oh we should scrap the arts at the moment because you know children are far behind because of the covid pandemic and we should just focus on you know maths english science but i say no it's so fundamental um like you said all the arts are they, they make us who we are. Um, I believe that as humans, 
we're creative beings and we need to have that outlet for our creativity and our self-expression. Um, and it's also very, very good for our mental health as well. Oh, yes. I'm so concerned right now about the the isolation that so many people have been suffering the last two years because um, we are social beings. We are creative beings. We can't be locked away alone without access to others. And I do know that there were um, galleries and uh, symphonies that were um, allowing people to do virtual tours and see their art and listen to their musicians free online over these last two years, because it was one way to help people fulfill that creative and artistic hole that had been created with with these lockdowns and so forth. And when you said about um, the the mental health, I can also say as a brain health coach that if our mental health isn't good. Our brain health, the actual physical brain is also not going to be healthy. So we have to do whatever we can to protect that. Now, we say about music and creativity and all that. Is it just playing a musical instrument? Or do you feel that just even listening is also that important? Yes, um, well, there's different parts to it. Certainly, listening to music and particularly happy music um, of a faster tempo, upbeat music, can really improve your mood. So if you're down in a low mood, they have found in studies that listening to just 20 minutes of your favourite kind of upbeat music can turn your mood around to a much more positive one. So definitely listening to music is beneficial. And also, if you want to relax, um, listening to music that has a tempo, a speed of 60 beats per minute, because that's the same as our resting heart rate, it's really good for our relaxation because it slows our heart rate, it slows our respiration, even our perspiration, and we just get much more calm as well. So listening to music is definitely beneficial. Um, one more thing to say about that is that it releases our feel-good chemicals of um, our endorphins, oxytocin, the so-called love hormone, um, also our levels of dopamine, um, that's sort of a safe high for us. And even serotonin, which we get when we go out in the sunshine. Music can give us that as well. And it's also a win-win situation because as well as lifting us with those feel-good chemicals, at the same time, it lowers our stress-making hormones of cortisol and also adrenaline as well. So, you know, I, I love that, that we've got this science behind it. And so definitely listening to music is really positive, but 
playing a musical instrument or singing is even more beneficial with playing an instrument because it actually involves our gross motor skills but also our fine motor skills using our fingers perhaps on an instrument um, whichever way round it is uh, it actually is the one discipline that fires all areas of our brain at the same time when you actually are play involved in playing an instrument it has that amazing effect i don't know if you've seen kate but there are videos of musicians going into MRI scanners playing their instruments and they look at their brain scan and they can see that level of activation and, and you know what else is, is fascinating even when they're just thinking about playing their instruments so we we have it's like the mirror neurons start firing just because we're thinking about it and i just learned well maybe six years ago that when you do that it's exactly the same those same neurons are firing yeah no you're not you don't have the muscle muscle stuff going on the tendons and the ligaments and so forth working but what happens in your brain is is that same firing isn't that fascinating absolutely yeah, but, um, I'd like to address what you brought up earlier, Kate, about people's belief in themselves and how that can be a, a stressor. Um, I, I, as a music teacher, um, have, over the last few years, worked with adults as well as children. And I came across so many adults who had that story of when i was younger i was told i couldn't sing i couldn't be in the choir because i was out of tune you know people have stopped joining in because of that but it's words that have been spoken over them often by others and i've seen it as sort of my mission to turn that around and I've helped people to change their story. Um, one thing is you are often much better than you think you are. And I always say that everybody can sing in their own way. Um, you know, we've all got a unique voice and you don't have to be Pavarotti or you know or the famous pop star so so I try and instill confidence in my students as well as their musical ability right um so I think a, a lot of it is sort of that self-talk that we can give ourselves but it, a lot of it I think is more that other people have said to us and it's about helping people to move forward from that um, and that's what's actually led me down a coaching route because I saw so many people with that story but I realised that it's not just confined to musicians there's so many people who sort of around 
mid mid age really have those feelings and that they have unresolved dreams you know they want to do it i have a perfect example of that um a friend i used to work with very close um we were musicians together in las vegas we worked there for 20 years and he was told he was a guitar player he was told by his music teacher that he should just put his guitar away and never play again because it was so terrible. What a terrible thing to say to an eight or nine year old. Anyway, he, he didn't listen, thank goodness. And he played and he practiced and he practiced and he was probably one of the best guitar players I've ever heard. But that was one that didn't let someone do that to him because he yes. just loved the instrument so much. But so many people do let teachers or coaches or something do that to them, whether it's teaching music or coaching a sport or something. Yes, I, I can relate to that. Actually, with the guitar myself, because it when I was in primary school, um, around that age, I actually had an audition to play the guitar uh, and to have lessons. And I remember it sort of being like a conveyor belt of going in, having a go, and seeing if you could do it and I remember that the teacher made a snap decision at that time that I couldn't hold the instrument properly and I was denied that opportunity and I do remember that I would have felt quite down about that but I'm a little bit like your friend and I didn't let that stop me I then went on to play the French horn, which is considered one of the most difficult instruments. And I've gone on and done other things. And in my teacher training year, as part of our music course, I taught myself to play the guitar. And it's now one of the instruments that I teach other people. Good for you. So, <laughs> Yeah, but and I, I think that's a wonderful story for our listeners and, and viewers to say, you know, it doesn't matter what somebody tried to plant in your head, just play, just make music. You know, we all have it in us, like you say, and, and I really believe that we need to get it out. I believe that we need to express it, whether it's with music or some other art form, but especially music, because it's so firstly, physically healing as well to play a musical instrument, good for your brain, good for your mental health, so many other things. So um, I'm curious, do you have any thoughts on the health benefits of dancing? Oh, well, yes. I mean, I, I enjoy dancing. Um, and I think it goes together with music. Um, and even nowadays, you know, I can go to a disco and if there's a favourite song, I can't fail to want to get up and dance. And I love that. You know, my go-to track is Walking on Sunshine <laughs> by, by Katrina and the Waves. If I hear that, I have to get up and have a boogie. And I don't know whether you've heard it, but there's a phrase that people say, which is just dance it out. Mm. And that is so true. Dance can be another great outlet of our emotions 
and that sort of need, that physical need to just express ourselves yeah. um, in, in a healthy way as well. Related to that is about emotions and how we can navigate them and express them, as I say, in, in a safe and productive manner. When I was growing up, I actually channeled my difficult teenage emotions into my music making. This piano that's by my side here, I've had since I was a little girl. And when I was in my teenage years, I played, my family had a bit of a joke about it because they used to say, oh, we can tell Emma's in a bit of a mood because she's playing that meaningful music again. I was using my music to express my emotions. And that's and so healthy. That's why you have such a good attitude now, you know, kind of your, your can't fail attitude because you were able to use that. I did the same thing, Emma, when I was younger. I, I, I finished my conservatory training when I was 13. I started when I was four. So I had all that training. And then, you know, in high school, it was like all of the drama that you have when you're in high school. And it really got me through so much. I would just go in and pound away. Sometimes it would be Tchaikovsky. Sometimes it would be Elton John, it didn't really matter, you know, it, it would be what I needed at the time. And I think that's a really good point for our, our listeners that we, when we have that in music, and it doesn't mean you have to be a fantastic player at all. It just means that your emotion can come through. And it's, it's so freeing, unlike most anything else that we can do. It's, it's, it's expressive, it's, it's a way of letting go. It's a way of building up. There are so many things that that playing music can do for us and dancing. Definitely dancing and the other arts. It could be theatre, you know, speech and drama. It could be fine arts. You know, it's it's all these things that are creative. Yeah, we, we so desperately need that. And that's why I wanted to start with the whole idea about schools and funding and everything, because people who are listening to this, if you have a chance, if you can influence anybody to, to make sure that that doesn't go away in your area, please use it because it's not just about being creative. It's about being healthy, mentally, physically, emotionally. It is so important for a healthy person, a healthy person, not just a brain or a body. It's a healthy person. All those things combine, don't they? As you said, it's not compartmentalized. We, we are a whole being. So, yes, it's all interlinked. So, Emma, how can people work with you if they would like to take lessons or get coaching or something? How can people reach out to you? Okay, well, the best place is probably my website, which is musicaldiamond.com. And that has all the information about everything that I do. And it also has all the links to my other social pages. So people can reach out to me from there. Perfect. Then I'll make sure that is in the show notes as well. Are there any parting comments you'd love to give our listeners? I think 
I would just like to encourage them. Uh, I've always believed that I'm here as an encourager and it's what I try and do every single day. And I would like to say if you or someone you know has got that unresolved musical dream, then do something about it. I, I always have a saying which is, it's never too late until it's too late. But we don't want to think about that end bit. We want to seize the day, carpe diem. The time is now. And so I would say go for it in, in whatever way you can. Just light up your life. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Light up your life with music. Thanks again, Emma, for being here on Brain Health Matters. Thank you very much, Kate.